Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning, dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 6, The Devil and the Father of Mort. Hello and welcome to another volume of The Lodgecast. I'm your Lodge Master. Tonight we are with Bishki. Hello! And Brother Lucas. Good evening. And we have two guests tonight, two special guests. Brother Justin. Hello. And a returning guest, the Lodge's resident bad boy. <laughs> Brother Jonathan. Yes. I'm so bad that I dropped in on your Saturday night. <laughs> bad boy in the house. We are in bad boy now. Beverly Hills, California. We are going so deep for you guys tonight, and we are going so off the reservation. The film tonight is William Friedkin's The Devil and Father Amorth. Yeah. That's what we're going to go with. That is what we're going to go with for now. It is playing at one, one <laughs> screen. One showtime. And at one showtime, 9.55 in the p.m. Like, what do we know? What's what's our first blush about this movie? It's The Exorcist real life, bro. But Friedkin needs to just give it up and fucking <laughs> hang it up. No. We're going to see a real life exorcism. This is the witness, the Dude, first exorcism. this is exorcism. rock bottom. This is Friedkin whoring himself So out. this movie is, is purporting to show a real exorcism. <laughs> oh, That's about all God. I know. But he does look good. Oh. He sounds great. The man himself like he, looks good. He is very youthful. Imagine if someone told him in 1972 he'd be doing this today. Like, I think he wanted to do this. For yeah, the, no, I'm excited for it. I I um I watched The Exorcist in preparation. Whoa! <laughs> oh wow! And uh, I didn't know we were supposed to do homework. And I uh, read about Freakin's beliefs and values. What are his? Well, I guess we're gonna find out. But Wait, is he religious? He's secular. He's not like Blatty. The, know, author, the author of The Exorcist, kind of William ex- Peter Blatty. Yeah, he's kind of exploit exploiting it. What is everybody's temperature on Friedkin? Uh, just in general. The Exorcist, French Connection, To Live and Die in L.A. I know we got some sorcerer freaks in here. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his early streak, especially those aforementioned. Um, but after To Live and Die, he kind of dropped off the map for me with the exception of The Guardian, which I watched for other reasons. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Justin, where are you at in the William Friedkin verse? Yeah, I think I'm about in the same boat as everyone else, where the early work is solid, and then you kind of really just forget a guy exists, and then you feel bad about it, and wind up 
in a Prius in Beverly Hills <laughs> talking about his apparent downfall as an artist and human being. Isn't 2018 extra beautiful? Yeah. It makes me wonder if one day we'll be in this car talking about Steven Spielberg and George Lucas's movie about actually finding aliens mm-hmm. so their careers can come full circle as well. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now, do you believe in exorcism? No. That's a that's a flat out no. Have we got that's, anyone that believes in exorcism? No. I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with it. You believe in exorcism? I'm gonna go. You know what? Who the fuck knows? Okay. Uh, people I'm, people can like be so in, deep in their belief as a former cult. You know, growing up in a cult. That's true. You did grow up in a cult. I was told that I could fly. Yogic like, yogic flying. Yeah, I was told I was gonna fly when I was 16. I never even fucking hopped. <laughs> So the like, boy who never so these hopped. guys these guys are like probably from like super poor cultural like areas where they there's nowhere there's nothing other than Catholicism and so if they're sick or they're like feeling something bad they're gonna blame it on the devil. It's and, demons. And there's their belief system's so intense that they could create the the like uh, you know all this bullshit that comes out of them. Yeah, so, I, I, so I, it's, I think that's it's pretty, real. It's pretty real. accurate. Yeah, I'm I'm fascinated by it as a as a psychological uh, phenomena. I've I've watched many exorcisms on YouTube. <laughs> I do I do recommend if anyone's not checking him out, his name's Bob Larson. He's one of the great exorcists on YouTube and in the world. He he makes tons of money doing exorcisms. And I also am sending an open invite to the lodge. When Bob Larson next comes through LA, I do want to go witness an exorcism. So, but but it's it's a psychological thing. Have Have you ever considered being an amateur exorcist, Mr. Bishke? After I get exercised. Okay. <laughs> One has to be exercised before becoming the exorcist. Yeah. So you're going to like actually start exercising or? No, no. Someone's going to exercise me. Then oh. I get the demon out. Then I go and do the same thing. That sounds good. Well, let's smoke some weed. Let's yes. get some drinks. And then let's go see the devil and father amorth. <laughs> yes. We're going to yes. do that. We're going to we're going to martyr ourselves. The power of Christ is going to compel us to keep our eyes open and we'll report back to you our findings on the other side. Love and light to the lodge. Love and light. The devil inside. The devil inside. Every single one of us the devil inside. The devil inside. The devil inside. Every single one of us, the devil inside. At the time I directed the film, The Exorcist, I had never seen the real thing. But on May 1st, 2016, Father Gabriella Amort, the Vatican exorcist, invited me to witness an actual exorcism. I had no idea what to expect. We have emerged <laughs> from the devil and father Amort. Amort is how you pronounce it. We heard it a few times. And ironically, spoken. Father Amort looked like the devil. He... <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let's break this down. We've been bubbling over, we've been giggling <laughs> since we stepped out of the theater. This is a documentary. <laughs> No, it is not. <laughs> the runtime was a little over an hour. You could argue that it felt like four hours <laughs> or five hours. Either four or five hours are your options. William Friedkin appears to have directed, shot, <laughs> conceived of, written. Like, he's the whole crew. 
he is a one man band and it shows in Well, a, Francesco. Well, he has a line producer named Francesco <laughs> that may Good or may shots not of him filming. So may or may not forget, exist. Don't forget. <laughs> but he is shooting the interviews, he's shooting everything. When did you guys know we were in trouble? The opening graphics. <laughs> Yeah, that's they were the really bad. Top. I mean, they were like from oh, the very top. I, I like, mean, they were the worse first, than like a Final Cut Pro from preset. The first five seconds. from the first Final Cut Pro we ever used. It reminded me of a Sega CD game. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of the footage I <laughs> was think was ripped from YouTube, <laughs> and then every time they would use a picture, it was poorly digitized and on like a textured background. The quality of craftsmanship of this film was perversely. Perver perversely low. So we begin in like Georgetown where Friedkin is talking to us like Robert Stack on Unsolved Mysteries. And he... Too eagerly, too. He... I thought we were in for a real treat when that started happening. Because he's looking right at you. That footage looks pretty good. It sounds good. There's an actual mic on him, which... There's no nothing else in the movie is mic. It's all onboard, ambient, like shit sound but when he's doing his unsolved mysteries walking around georgetown saying when i directed the exorcist nine times in a row <laughs> that i think is great like it's cheesy but it's like he he, he seems like your uncle at that I was, point i was still on board at that point even though the the value production value is sorely yeah lacking. technically terrible but i was it was soaring along pretty well so he's kind of giving you an overview of exorcisms like real loose nardo i heard you talking in the theater that he sounds just like donald trump and he does yeah he does like he sounds exactly like donald trump which makes it hilarious because <laughs> it sounds some of friedkin's uh information is a little spotty so he'll be like so what is this uh, thing you know demonic possession it sounds like if trump was just let loose in the world of exorcism and he was asking <laughs> questions sometimes so that's that's an unintended bonus but it's kind of like i was thinking about it it's kind of like a porn movie so it is a total like, so a porn movie. you know that the point is the sex the coitus if you will. But there's a lot of plot and a lot of filler leading up to that. That's kind of how this felt. Like, we knew there was going to be a video of a quote-unquote real exorcism. They really take their time getting to it. So I they mean, take their time. Oh my and God, we learn about We learn about this other woman who was supposedly, like, possessed. But they have no, like, B-roll. So it's just her and her brother talking heads for, like, 20 minutes. Excruciating. Again, that was the beginning of that the was, end. That was tough. We started split screen. We started going down in our seats and like really started groaning. Like I knew, I knew it was trouble at that point. But I still held out hope for that impending cum shot of this exorcism video. I'm like, there's got to be something to it. But they, <laughs> they also keep showing him Father Amort because he's like 90 years old. Walking in his walker down this hallway to the exorcism room. With the most bombastic music, like ten times more over the top than the The music's great. Score. There's just like, when you're falling asleep, when you think you're like one toe away from dreamland, they hit you with these strings and it just wakes you up. But when we finally get to the exorcism, we find out that the woman that's going to get exorcised, this is going to be her ninth exorcism nine times nine nine, <laughs> nine, nine times. exorcisms so I guess he's doing it wrong it's not a special thing anymore but we arrive there and her whole family's 
crammed into this room. So it takes on this kind of like sexual role playing vibe to me. Bukaki. Well, <laughs> I was spiritual bukaki. <laughs> spiritual bukaki. Yes, that's that's exactly what I'm driving at. Because everybody's there, they're willing participants, but it's a farce. They've done it eight other times. Yeah. So this is like playing yeah, Jenga not, on game night for them. They're not giving up on Father Amort by the like, ninth time. Like William Friedkin's like, Father Amort's in a class of his own. I'm like, yeah, bad fucking class. They keep that, saying like, he's the best. Yeah. But then you see Father Amort, and he does look like the filthiest pedophile you've he ever seen. He looks pure evil. He looks, he looks like evil. Like pure evil. And they, they keep <laughs> zooming in on these high-res photographs of him. Everything else is low-res, but they got a high-fucking-res picture of him. <laughs> like Dark uh, Crystal. You're evil. just like, get off of the screen but he's supposed to be like this kindly old exorcist but then we get to the exorcism and <laughs> okay justin set the scene for us what do we see there well first of all friedkin makes it very clear that the rules were he couldn't have a crew he couldn't have lights and he had to have a small unassuming camera now so, i think yeah. he read too far into that and thought they were telling that him the whole movie had to be <laughs> made under those conditions because that's exactly what happened so in this little unassuming white-walled room that they were all crammed in the exorcism starts and it really is unclear what father amort is doing new for this ninth exorcism like it doesn't appear in any way that he's stepping up his game he's got his little laminated card that he reads from <laughs> And he puts his hand on her, and that is it. They wear the same purple sash, which is yeah. There's 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 a a purple sash around her and him. And then and beyond that, I observed nothing in his arsenal. It's all that in. Been impressive. It's all in thick Italian. So yeah. and they don't they don't subtitle most of it because. They you subtitle know. her. They don't subtitle him at all. Right. Which yeah. is fine because it's, you know, we kind of know what he's Probably saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Friedkin thinks that this is so compelling, his out-of-focus shot, <laughs> where it's focused unintentionally, but he, he'd make the argument that it was intentional. The autofocus slips, and it's on Pope John Paul II. JP2. JP2. The focus is on a picture of him on the table most of the time, and the subject of the exorcism is woefully out of focus. Okay, I just wanted to get an estimate. How long do you think that exorcism he, scene was? How, he lets it, it that felt like camera... At least... 40 minutes? Oh my no, god. No, I mean... It, it had to be like half 22. Hour. It was probably 20 to 25 minutes. Oh, really? I think it was, but it was, real, the same it was thing. like a, a uncut YouTube, almost uncut. It was YouTube one of the most excruciating, and not not from the subject matter, from the sheer punishing boredom of watching people that you know are circle jerking. Circle jerking, spiritual bukkake is flying, and it keeps going. It's oh. punishing. Well, we and, were... and what really did it a disservice is they were telling stories of <laughs> earlier exorcisms where she was supernaturally slithering on the ground exactly. and yeah. transforming physically into something new that couldn't possibly be of her own, you know, physical makeup. Uh, and then when we get to the actual exorcism, her voice sounds a little affected. Because that's, they that's they affected it. They affected it. They affected it, right? which yeah, is ridiculous. Yeah. No yeah. way. 
You, what do you think that was the real? That had to be real. There's no way they her would have voice, affected that. Her voice was lowered and doubled slightly. I think no, so. Yeah. No, yes. you guys. Yes. That would have been the best fucking. I mean, it was too flawless. It was not affected. That was the way she sounded. We would no, have. We would have to listen no. to it to see if it overlapped. I just. I, I don't. Know. Yeah, it didn't. I, don't think I tried to. I was like, I was trying to pick they it apart. Af- they affected her voice, ladies and gentlemen. They did not. Because if if everything else that was presented was unimpeachable and rock solid, I'd give you it, even though I deeply suspect it. But what comes later is unforgivable. And it was very unforgivable. Oh, but yeah, the voice it's, it's was not dubbed. So after this is the, the real sin of after the exorcism, the movie, then Father Amor's ninety first birthday too. So then they all sing the for he's a jolly good fellow, <laughs> which makes it really perverse. Like this family. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. So you think it's think over? This 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 <laughs> mammoth, uncut, seemingly uncut pile of just raw exorcism bullshit footage is over. You think you're done, but then he just he dawdles around with his weird belt and goes and visits these doctors, asking, "Hey, you know, what do you think about exorcism? What do you think about this stuff?" But totally projecting his own agenda, always. Yeah. Like, oh, but, but that's what's fun about it. Yeah, he, he's a very forceful. God. Interviewer, and he just wants to get back to the exorcist. They they try to steer clear into other things, he, but he's like, "Do you think there's a devil?" The, Do the, you know the best part of that? And what may what may be? Well, no, it's not the salad. The salad dragon scene's still coming. Yeah, but yeah. what I thought was going to be the penultimate salad dragon scene was when he's talking to the Archbishop of, of Los Angeles. Oh, oh yeah, and he's like, you know, what would you? Hey, what, what would you say to the devil? And he'd be like, oh, I wouldn't talk to the devil. Somebody more pure needs to do that. And he's like, you're not pure enough? What did you just say? Wait, say what you just said again? (laughs) So matching that statement with this guy's, like, it looks like he had, like, some leper sores on his nose or something. Yeah, that was was rough. That was tough. To to have him be like, I'm the archbishop, but I'm not pure enough to dance with the devil. It was so embarrassing. It's so... Could not handle it. Friedkin just... Friedkin Friedkin was freaking. He goes, who higher than you then? Who should I be talking to? So much so that they go on to some some other doctor... And then they come back, and he's like, wait, but remember what you said? <laughs> he's like, yes, I'm not. I'm in over my head. So yeah, that, I should not be the bishop. So that was pretty funny. Really, what this movie needed was a good interview with Dr. Ben Carson. I mean, they were interviewing <laughs> neurosurgeons. They were interviewing deeply devout Christians. The good Dr. You ben. Two, you get a two for one with Dr. Exactly, ben Carson. Exactly, yeah. That, that would have been... Ben would have injected some energy into the movie. So then... We get to the salad dragon scene. Salad dragon scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, this, it's, oh, the theater was laughing. Whoever was there. It's it's us. as if I think people were religious in that theater. No, no there was no one religious no. in that theater. But not a couple. Not of after that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so the idea is Friedkin's like, oh well, Father Amort dies because he's ancient, and he's like, well, I couldn't talk to him anymore, but I wanted to follow up with Christina, the woman that got exercised. Thus begins his description of trying to nail down a meeting place and time with her, scored like it's life and death. So he's like, she called my line producer. (laughs) And we decided to meet south of Rome in this town. In this park. 
So there's a mix-up and she doesn't show up and they show some kids playing basketball for some reason. And then she's like, no, I said I wanted to meet you in this chapel. So da-da-da-da, he goes to the chapel. And then inexplicably, he's like, I didn't bring my camera in to the chapel (laughs) to meet with her. So I'm going to tell you what I remembered. And... (laughs) He describes the exorcist. What <laughs> Bishki, describe what follows. I don't know I don't we, know how we, to describe this. We get rapid shots of of the But of, only like I guess, but of, only like three rapid shots that he keeps using that's true, that yeah. he has to like cut back to. Of B roll going through that church. That are layered with like a green tint or like filter so all the footage looks like, you know, night vision or something. Yeah, where the strings are blaring the music and then He goes freaking, in and he's like he's like, I was very cold and the doors shut. Yeah, he's describing like a scene out of the exorcist. He she was slithering on the floor and the boyfriend was pulling her back and it, it was... Uh, they were threatening to kill him. They and, demanded his footage. Yeah, the, and the, and so, you know, freaking... If you're not going to turn the camera on to show us this... And he's we, like... We can't believe you, man. He's like, they demanded my footage, but I wanted my film to be seen. <laughs> it is... He's swinging for the fences, and he's got nothing. <laughs> Yeah. It's and so it true. It's amazing. Like, I want, the, yeah. the, how the mighty have fallen, like, it really is beyond whoring yourself for attention. I mean, it's like, if that's his only way to stay working and relevant on whatever fucking level, like, it's sad. Like, it's just, it, oh. it can barely be called a movie. They should it's, have let it out. It's not a movie. No, they should not have let it out. Like, they, <laughs> they should have kept it out. I mean, that's honestly, why it was, that's why it was it 9 o'clock. I think it honestly would have been screen. a more successful documentary had it had just been an actual documentary crew interviewing William Friedkin about sure. him making the movie, sure. about him doing the documentary. Or just have him walk around like Robert Stack and, and unsolved mysteries. Well, and, and I think if you heard his stories, it would sound more convincing. That was the best part of the movie, when he's going to the steps from The Exorcist, and he's like... These are uh, the steps. People call them the exorcist steps now. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the bones. Justin, since this is your first episode, what's your bone count here? Give can it we, to us. Can we go lower than one bone? Is that yeah. a wolf? A wolf this is, is a, a, this a, is a wolf. A wolf is the absence of bones. This is a, a wolf. <laughs> this is a wolf. Do you have anything else to say to, to add about it? To describe that woof in 2018 i expect a mort from documentaries than what we were given just now but i am really curious to see how many bones father guido narducci gives it guido narducci how many bones do you give it looked like you were in pain during the movie here's what i'm gonna say just talking about it afterwards was still boring (laughs) (laughs) that's a sign this, the, 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 the best part of the situation was it was a really beautiful movie theater that none of mm-hmm. us had been to before. True. The art, True. the aria, so, draped in fine art. It was arts. fucking Lovely. cool, right? In Super Beverly cool. Hills. Number two, Lowry's was pretty rad. The bar we went to beforehand. We had a drink. Yeah. Too. yeah. Well, I and, can say unequivocally my favorite part of the film is when you offered me some Skittles. Because <laughs> I hadn't had Skittles in a long time, and they were really good. Yeah. I've forgotten how good Skittles were. All right. The house Woof. Ba- Woof. Yeah. That was the worst thing ever. What's up with the house band? Bishki? Give it, give it to I'm, us. I'm probably going to be, I'm, I'm forgiving no. of documentaries. I, I, I just, oh, I like almost every no. documentary. See, this, if you cut the exorcism 
You can't. You can't be serious. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying this is a good documentary. It's horribly constructed. But to me, Friedkin is like a, a Werner Herzog figure, where, where because the way he talks, because the way he conducts himself, he's got a flair for the sensational that's just ridiculous and <laughs> silly, and I and I just enjoy it. How does that translate to bones? Two though? bones. <laughs> no. Oh. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? It's, I'm not giving it like, I'm not saying go out and see it. Definitely don't no. go out and see it. No. But yeah, throw, it, throw no. it out on. Sleep on it. Throw on your Netflix. <laughs> no. No. If you want to go to sleep. That shouldn't even no. be on Netflix. It's going to be no. buried in Amazon no. Prime at best. Oh. If you want to go right. to sleep. I, I, it's good. It's good. We have some disagreements here. No, you're being God. provocative on purpose. No, no I, I, I this just. Is, this is no the, this no, is the no church way. reenactment of this podcast right oh. now. You're goosing it. No, I. Look, two bones is not. High. Two bones is not. High. Riding the wave of this two bone review that we're you all gave a quiet from. place two bones. What? Yeah. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Okay, but seriously, okay. no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna renege. Two bones. Let, okay. Let me He's ask you this now. Oh since God. you gave it a two bone review, do you think that in 2018 we've just seen too much quality in the documentary department? Is there a time where this could have been more successful? Maybe pre-internet, there could have been some buzz about a real exorcism. The answer maybe, is no, but what do you think? No, maybe I mean, before the Blair Witch Project. I think if he, if he, if he got technically prof- proficient with focusing the camera... Oh, that's a huge part. <laughs> I think that he... He could have had a somewhat interesting documentary. You gave but, two bones to a movie that was 50% at best in focus. Yeah, but I didn't care about yeah, the, any of the technical aspects. The focus aspect. didn't bother me either. Like, I, yeah, I, I didn't care about just any that, of the technical aspects. It was just aspect. that I thought bad. there was some interesting right. banter with Lucas, him and psychology. Lucas. <laughs> All right, oh, fuck. Bring us man. back to sanity I mean, here. This, this is a wolf for me, <laughs> and I and I love Billy Friedkin because I feel I, I think he had a good idea. But being like the the subject interviewer uh, as well as documentarian, he's just lost his touch with reality, and, mm. and he's obviously very fascinated by the subject matter. I think he could have delivered something incredible had he had a script and an outline and structured it. You know, let's say with uh, him having the the woman from the opening who who did the exorcist, you know, exorcism a long time ago. If she was the one, kind of like witnessing the current exorcism sure you know? like if she was kind of like going to assist father more sure more you know on some level or or friedkin had more stories from father more like in his convent like in the dark at night where he's telling you these like, and had past, more like, archival like, material like, yeah 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 you could have you could have recreated or dramatized it with a little bit bigger of a budget because if you're going to do it half-assed the way he does it you know when when he conveniently forgets the camera it's like <laughs> why not go all the way with it like why are you just using a couple yeah. shots and, and putting a, a zoom or, or, or a whip pan on it, but so but yeah, man. When when uh, you know when you got in there, you had you had something to look forward to because you're like, oh, I'm gonna see an exorcism. And when you finally get to it, it's pretty. It's punishing. Tepid. It's 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 like an intervention. Like, it's more, punishingly like, interventions tepid. are more dramatic and intense. And, it's aggressively and, and, like, lukewarm, and it's just so it, sad. It makes how they're you all just. It makes yeah. you disappointed in the devil because he. 
you know, he's the Thanos of Christianity, and he's their big villain. Sure. And this is the best we get, is him saying, We are Legion! <laughs> it's yeah. a dying art form. Never, yeah. I am Satan. We need a new thing like this to and afflict they people. Voice, no, 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 no. <laughs> they the voice. Maybe, may, it could have been, it could have been, like, the actual Friedkin is the devil. Right? That would have like, been a and, great twist. And, like, and that guy... The Exorcist was a devil. Like I don't know. I was reading between the lines a little bit there. I was like, maybe cause he kept sticking his tongue out. Yeah. And I was like, father is, is more. The father is the father. The devil is he fucking with us? He was wiping his saliva away. You a know lot what I mean? During like this, during this. Uh, that was the only exorcism. only thing I was like, oh, maybe they're like, the devil got to us somehow. But that's like a very far fetch. I'm gonna render a hard woof on this. This is the worst movie that we've seen. <laughs> Since beginning this beautiful podcast, oh, it was tough. It is one of the worst uh, things I've ever seen in a theater. It's not even. It's not even a good. The worst thing log. ever like, in a it's theater. It's not even like a good one of vacation them. Italy. Like it's no, just. It's terrible. Like holy I, shit! I feel and like the jump been cut pranked. at the end with with the the title card. It was just like boom. Yeah, like, it uh, feels like old old Billy Friedkin pulled a prank on us and. Yeah. Shot us in the face with holy water. Go good see prank. this movie. We are so deep in the weeds for you guys tonight. If anybody within the sound of my voice sees this movie, contact us. We want to talk to you about <laughs> what the circumstances were that led you to that place in your life. But we went and took that bullet for you. If it does, Oof. if it does waft across your Netflix, uh, no, it'll never be on five Netflix. Minutes. No one Avoid would make it. Five minutes. Avoid in it. That. Unless you want a hard-ass sleeping pill. Amazon Prime. Amazon no Prime. Way. Well, at the very least, boys, we packed into a Prius. Oh. <laughs> we had a wild Saturday night together. Oh. So Thank God for Movie Pass. Thank God we for Movie Pass. We didn't pay a dime for this. Well, we, we paid seventy ninety nine per month, so. Yeah. Movie Pass made this spoonful of vinegar <laughs> a lot easier to swallow. Thank you, uh, Brother Justin and Brother Jonathan. Uh, for coming out here tonight. Hope you guys had somewhat of a fruitful experience. It was a big wolf. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we hope everybody takes care and uh, try to stay away from, from demons. They're, they're trying to get inside of you at every turn. You gotta keep them out because Father Amort's dead. He can't help you anymore. They'll make you uncomfortable for 20 minutes. Exactly. And <laughs> then you'll be fine. On that special, beautiful note, love and light to the lodge. We love you all. Love and light. Love and light. We are legion. Something's out of it. I'm going insane. Something inside of it keeps talking to my brain. Why can't I stop this detaining us? I know I shouldn't hold you. My body says I must. I'm possessed. If I don't, you know you possess puts up quite an awful fuss. Yes, it does. What's up a fuss, yeah? <laughs> you know what that means. You won't get wet. Once I get wet.